You're listening to the Tenuto Podcast presented by 4th Street Records. I'm your host, Kevin Lynch, and here we go. It's another Tuesday, which means it's another Tenuto Podcast episode. I'm your host, Kevin Lynch, here on a journey to my full value as a music teacher. I teach music, specifically band up in Northern Virginia. I've been teaching for two years. This is gonna be my second year. And I started this podcast in January on the belief that you can learn so much from just a simple conversation with somebody about music. And I'm out here trying to interview the best that I possibly can to learn from. And also for you guys to learn from as well, those of you who are listening. So I started this Big Ten tour about a month ago. And I've just been interviewing all the directors in the Big Ten Conference. I was lucky enough to get Tony Falcone, the the director of the Nebraska Cornhusker Marching Band. And man, what an awesome, awesome interview he gave. I always had a lot of respect for Nebraska and the, the Cornhusker Marching Band. But listening to this guy talk... You can just tell how much he he loves what he's doing. He's been he's been directing that band for a long time, uh, and and it's really really awesome to hear from him. Let's jump quickly to our segment, the trivia segment of the show, where each week I ask a trivia question out to the listeners, you guys, and the first person to respond with the correct answer on our website, tenutopodcast.com, under the trivia tab, where you can actually see the question there. If you forget what the question is, um, you will get a shout out in the next episode. This week we have a first time winner. And my question was, who was the 2017 recipient of the Sudler Trophy? The trophy that is used to identify and recognize collegiate marching bands of particular excellence. Um, And that person was... Jared Jaggy from Barron Springs High School with the correct answer of Iowa State University. So shout out to Jared Jaggy, a first-time winner of the Trivia Award. Let's see if you can get two in a row, buddy. Um, And thanks for listening. Thanks, everyone, for responding to that question. We had a lot of participants. If you want to hear this week's trivia question, wait until after the interview. That's where I'll ask it. And the shout-out will be before the interview every episode. Um, but on to the interview stuff with Tony Falcone. I was really glad to get, get a hold of him for this interview. And I found a lot of research on him. There's a lot of information on him out there. He has a very active Twitter account, which we will get to in the interview. So a lot of good things to come. This is one of my favorite interviews of the tour so far. I hope you enjoy Tony Falcone on the Tenuto Podcast. I have the Cornhusker Marching Band Director from the University of Nebraska, Tony Falcone here. Thank you so much for, for agreeing to come on the podcast. My pleasure. So where did your passion for marching bands start? Uh, I am Wow, it, it, it has to go back to uh, probably elementary school. Uh, oh, wow. I, yeah, I... Uh, um, the three schools that I went to, the elementary school and the middle school, well, at, at the time it was called an intermediate school, and the okay. high school are almost within sight from one another. 
um, and I lived within walking distance. And so even when I was in elementary school, I used to go to the high school football games and just was really attracted to it. It was a, it was a really good band and, uh, they had a great reputation and I used to enjoy it. And I got, I started playing when I was only nine years old. I started before, um, I started taking lessons before you, you they had band in school. We started, um, band in school in fourth grade. Um, and then it just kind of took hold, and, and by the time I got to high school, I was hooked. Awesome. Um, and you started out, did you start out as a percussionist? Yes. Gotcha. And then you're still playing percussion to this day. Yeah, I still play professionally along with being a band director. That's unbelievable. Um, so can you tell me a little bit about your path to becoming the Cornhusker Marching Band Director? Uh, where did you go to college and, and what happened after that? Sure. I, I went to James Madison University in Virginia oh, wow. and, and got a um, music ed degree and then stayed on uh, and got a master's in percussion performance. And my first uh, job was at what's now Truman State in Kirksville, Missouri, as a percussion instructor. And it was uh, it's now, yeah, at the time it was Northeast Missouri State. Uh, and this okay. was in the late 80s. Um, so that was your and, first job right out of college. Right. And, and I, I was just really fortunate to get a college job right out of my master's degree. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, yeah. And then, uh, and that was all percussion, but I, I worked with the marching band because marching percussion um, had always been a, a big thing for me. I marched drum corps when I was in college and um, did some special event marching band things when I was in college. And of course, was in my own college band. Um, so, and then as I went from job to job, um, elements of band directing started to introduce themselves. Uh, yeah. My second job was back at my alma mater. I taught for three years at James Madison. Uh, then I got a job at um, the University of Arkansas, and I was there for five years, and that was as a, a band director and percussion instructor. So I was the, the percussion professor there, but I also uh, was assistant band director, so had duties with the marching band, the pep band, and, and I had a, a, I directed a concert band. Uh, yeah. And that's when things started to shift towards band directing. Then when I came here to Nebraska, it was mostly band directing with just a little bit of percussion, <laughs> and that's about how things are now. Okay, wow. That's that's a very interesting path, not really uh, – it's unique, for sure. Yes. To start out right in college, and it seems like percussion had been your, been your forte for so long, and I'm sure it still is, but directing, I'm sure you love that now, too. Yeah, well, and being a percussionist really helps as a marching band director because it's so – central to what happens on a marching band field. If, if you can understand uh, what's going on with with both the battery and front ensemble percussion, it, it's really kind of a leg up on, on getting the whole thing to happen. Yeah. And how long have you been at Nebraska? Uh, I will start my 20th year this year. I've, I've finished oh 19 gosh. years. That's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. So you're you're pretty used to uh, I'm sure summers and and off season or whatever. But what is your summer looking like right now? How are you preparing for the upcoming season? Well, it's it's ongoing really from the time we get home from the ball game. You're you're already looking at next year and uh, starting the audition process, picking leadership, um, trying to get materials put together. Uh, you know, put, we, we do a, um, like, like many Big Ten bands, we do 
a different halftime show for every home game. Uh, and since mm-hmm. they increased a few years back, they increased the number of games we do. So that means we do seven different halftime shows. So I have to put all of those together, uh, figure out which ones we're going to do on which weekends, how it fits in with what the athletic marketing people have scheduled, um, apply for the licensing for all the music, uh, yeah. and then get started uh, arranging, getting the music arranged. And uh, so that takes up a good good bit of the summer. Um, we also have a high school marching band camp that, in fact, we just finished it today. Um, that lasts for four days, and, and that's a, a big thing for us here to, to help us kind of show uh, some high schoolers the campus and uh, help us recruit. But also we, we help some of the programs around the area. Um, and then yeah. you know, just uh, some other things. I do some writing for high schools and things like that. So um, you so you so do you write music or drill or both? Yeah, I do most of the the music arranging, and our assistant director Doug Bush does the drill writing, and so the two of us kind of uh, do all of that together. Very cool, very cool. That's awesome. Um, okay, so as soon as I went on your marching band website, I saw this huge advertisement for Trumpet Day this yeah. year. Um, yeah. What is that? What is Trumpet oh. Day? Okay, well, two years ago we had a tuba day, and we. Uh, invited um, as many tuba. Well, we we just put out an open invitation for high school tuba players, and we had 50 spots. And we basically took the first 50 uh, that came in, uh, and then we had a weekend for them where they came in. They worked with our tuba professor. Uh, they we had a piece. One of the the pieces that we did with the marching band at halftime, they performed with us. Uh, and got to go to the game, and we got to bring a parent or a friend with them to the game. We were able to get a ticket uh, for each student. Um, so they, they had some time working with our tuba faculty, yeah, uh, getting master classes and yeah, lessons, and then rehearsing with the band, and then they got to perform with us at halftime at, at a game. And so um, oh last, year we, we, yeah, last year we took a, a year off from that, and this year we're doing the same thing with trumpets. So we're going to have... Uh, 50 trumpet players join us uh, at half. Wow, what an experience for those kids. That's amazing. So it seems like you place a lot of uh, emphasis on recruiting. Would that be a true statement? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, well, uh, and I think um, most college bands do. We want to get the word out and we want to get as many you know high-quality people uh, in, in our program as possible. And, and also we want to serve our area and our state and, um, you know, have a quality experience for the, the people that come to University of Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, okay, so once those people, once those kids decide, I want to go to Nebraska, I want to march with Nebraska, what does the audition process look like for them? Okay. We have a two-tier audition process, two rounds. And the first round is just purely music. The, the students get to pick their own piece that they play, and mm-hmm. they they um, come in and play. We we ask for something between two and four minutes long, um, and we they uh, play for us, and then we have them sight read and play a scale, uh, yeah. and that's it. And then that that's the first round. And most most students pass the first round. Um, okay. The only ones that. Uh, that we don't pass along or ones that we don't feel would have a chance for success at that time. And we've had students come back and try again and, and make it, so it, it happens. Um, and then the percussion have their own 
kind of process with that. They they audition in the spring and they actually set the line in the spring so that when we start preseason camp uh, yeah. in August, they get to start right off the bat and not have to worry about auditions or anything like that. Oh, that's and the, great for, for chemistry yeah. and everything, yeah. Absolutely. And then the, the color guard has a, a similar process, but that's slightly different and, and on different days. Uh, and then we have one day where we audition the twirlers. Um, then the second round happens at band camp. Uh, okay. And they come in, the, the new members, we work with them for about a day and a half on our marching style and commands and um, different things like that. And then the second round um, deals with mostly marching and then memorization. We we will check uh, memory of a couple of our school songs. And the entire band, the, the new members and the veterans, all uh, take that second round audition. Awesome. Wow, that's that's an awesome process, and it seems like it's worked well for the past twenty years. Uh, yeah, well, so yeah, it was it was already in place when I got here, and, and uh, it's worked well for us. Yes. Yeah, and when that band camp process starts, are all of the other students back at that time? No, we start about ten days before the first day of classes, and so that's a real bonus for the students. They love it. They get to move into their dorms early. Uh, and they know their way around campus. You know they're they're um, they're pretty uh, large and in charge. But when the rest of the freshmen show up <laughs> a couple of weeks later, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you have what, like two or three weeks before the first show? Uh, I think this year we have two weeks, uh, if okay. I remember correctly. We, we have yeah. our yeah, we have our pregame week, and then I think we have two weeks of school before our first game. I think that's right. Yeah, it's amazing what you guys can do in such a short period of time. Well, you, you do it because you have to. I mean, that's that's what we get. So, because uh, yeah. in addition to uh, again, like like most Big Ten schools, pretty well, pretty much all the other Big Ten schools, uh, our pregame show is is really in, long and involved, and it's a different style of marching than any of the students are are accustomed to. It's not like what you see in in contemporary uh, high school marching band shows. It's it's kind of old school, traditional uh, kind of marching, and so they have to learn skills that they don't use in halftime shows and um it's right. 12 minutes long and about 40 pages of drill uh so and a lot of music and and so we have to get that under our belt as well mm-hmm. absolutely yeah so let's let's turn uh the table and talk about you for a little bit you're an active performer uh percussion and you conduct the marching band but um, it says online that you've been performing on national TV and motion pictures. Uh, can you elaborate <laughs> yeah. on that at all? <laughs> sure. Well, the TV things, have, um, I mentioned earlier, I got to be a part of a couple of um, special event bands. When I was in college, I was in um, a, a band that played for President Reagan's second inaugural um yeah, yeah. Wow. And you, you might not this this is older information but that inaugural parade was actually canceled because of cold it was it was below 20 degrees and they they moved the whole parade uh indoors to um the the capitol center which is is gone now it's been torn down and replaced by other sports arenas but at the time that was the sports arena where the capitals and the bullets played um the bullets were called the bullets before they were called the wizards yeah, uh, <laughs> wow. and um, uh, so and so, you know, got a little bit of TV time on that, and then I was also in a large event band that rededicated the uh, uh, Statue of Liberty in 1986 on its. Oh my tenets. gosh! 
and got some uh, some TV time with that. And then just other things that have happened. Uh, the movie one is kind of funny, um, and this was just luck that uh, that our band was chosen to do this. Uh, when I was in high school, I was a senior in high school. Our our band uh, and another band in the county were picked to be in a movie called The First Monday in October. It was a it starred Walter Matthau and Jill Clayburgh and was about the first woman Supreme Court justice and Jill Clayburgh played played that character. Wow. And it was kind of it was kind of timely because at that that was right about at the time when Sandra Day O'Connor became the first woman Supreme yeah. Court justice. Uh and that movie came out. And they had two high school bands um marching down the street in front of the Supreme Court building playing the Washington Post march as <laughs> during during the end credits and that was <laughs> I was in one of them. <laughs> <laughs> that is so awesome. Yeah, so that's wow. my motion picture story. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. That's a great story. Um so I mean what's what's it like for you to be a performer and a teacher? Um I mean, I'm sure it's hard to deal with the time that it takes to do both. How how are you able to do that balance? Well, my performing schedule is not super busy, and um, that way, you know, I can have time to uh, be prepared for the kinds of things that I do. Um, I play in a a professional brass and percussion group that uh, that plays regularly for a church in town, Um, and then I sub for the, the Lincoln Symphony when I'm needed. I play Mm-hmm. And like a municipal band. Um, occasionally something um, will come along. I've had the opportunity a few times to play uh, as a local musician when a um, touring Broadway show will come through town. And, and that's a real blast. So I, I, two years ago, I got to play for Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder. Oh, uh, and very so cool. That, that's yeah, so it was the national touring show that came in. And they bring some musicians with them. They'll bring a, usually the conductor and a pianist and a couple of other people. But then they'll hire local musicians to flesh out the orchestra. And you get one big, long four- or five-hour rehearsal, and then you have to do eight shows. So you have yeah. to really uh, get the thing down in a hurry. So that's a thrill when I get to do that. Um, yeah. But other than that, the uh, my performing career isn't uh, as uh, intense as the as the directing career. Understood. Okay, um, here's my final question to you for, for this segment of the marching band questions. If you could go back in time um, and visit your first-year teacher self, what okay. advice would you give yourself? Probably to relax. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, uh, I ask this question know, to everyone, and yeah. that's actually the most common answer. Or people, yeah, because people answer with that a lot. Well, I think a lot of us in this profession, especially when when you start out and when you're young, you're really eager and you're really gung-ho and you want everything to be just right. And you take every uh, every rehearsal and every performance like your whole career depends on it. And um, I would, yeah, I would probably tell myself to, to chill out and relax and enjoy the ride a little bit. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's something, it's a lot easier said than done. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I agree, Re- relaxing was was something I needed to work on in my first year, too. Okay, so this next segment, uh, we're going to call it double time for this Big Ten tour, and I'm just going to shoot out questions, and I want you to answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. Are you ready? I hope so. <laughs> All right, let's go. 
So you told me you're an avid podcast junkie. What is your favorite <laughs> podcast to listen to? Uh, that's hard. It, 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 I, there's so many that I really like a lot. Uh, I'll say the last one I listened to right before uh, doing this was uh, Malcolm Gladwell's Revisionist History. Oh, man. Very, so you're keeping up on your history and doing marching band. That's awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Um, what's your preference between these two types of pancakes, blueberry or chocolate chip? Blueberry. Awesome. Me too. I had them this morning. Uh, what's your favorite stand tune? Uh, I'm going to go with Thriller. Thriller. Cool. Uh, favorite show you've ever done? Yeah, again, it's hard because there have been so many. Oh, I know. Um, yeah, we did one uh, a few years back kind of centered around football that was, was kind of fun. We did some kind of silly things with it, um, some music that was uh, – we, we staged a football game at one point. Um, the, the opening of the show was kind of like a kickoff. Uh, and then we had music that was kind of loosely associated with football – and the silliest thing we, we did in it was we, we were playing a song and we we brought it up to a point and stopped and had the announcer say, let's look at that again in slow motion. And then the oh. students all ran back to where they were before and then marched it at half tempo and played the music at half tempo oh, <laughs> from what they had done. That so that so it, it was cool. This, yeah, it was the same move just ha at half time and it got a really good crowd response. Yeah, uh, I wish I wish I could have been there for that. Um, <laughs> what is your favorite meal to cook? Uh, some, ooh, one of the, one of our campers just asked me that the other day because I mentioned that I love to cook. That's, that's probably my biggest hobby is, is oh. I love cooking. Um, and in the summertime, uh, it is a grilled steak with a baked potato and maybe a wedge salad. Nice. I'm sure you've made that a few times this summer. I try to make it once a week. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, so as I do my research for for these interviews, I, I go pretty deep, um, and I saw a tweet, and I'm going to ask you to elaborate on it. Um, the, the tweet says, I learn a lot about courage and leadership at my 10-year-old daughter's softball games. Oh, absolutely. I, I'll tell you what, uh, my, my daughter – uh, loves softball and, 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 and plays, she plays catcher on her softball team. Um, and she's, uh, in player pitch at this point, even as a 10 year old. Um, and it, it really, when, when she started player pitch, this struck me immediately watching her games. Um, you know, we, we think that we learn to face adversity and pressure as adults. But when I watch a 10 year old girl stand on the pitcher's mound, and she's got the bases loader behind her and no outs. And in watching her face that situation, it's not anything you ever think about until, uh, and because I work with people and I work with students, I think I'm sensitive to that kind of thing, to, to watch how somebody deals with that. Um, and you see it time in and time, time out. At, at that age, the pitching is of a level that, uh, there's a lot of walks. There's lots of balls thrown. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's how the, the bases get loaded uh, quite frequently. Uh, so to watch how they deal with that was, was just really illuminating for me. Yeah, very cool. Okay, last question for you. 
Um, let's say that the, the tables are turned and um, you are recruiting like a football coach. The top marching band recruit is interested in coming to play for your marching band. What is your recruiting pitch to get him to Nebraska? Well, I, I tell him um, my recruiting pitch uh, is always what we have to offer. Uh, and, you know, I, I tell him about our, our program uh, from top to bottom. Uh, I, I stress that our, our marching band uh, operates like a family. The, the students uh, get along and, and enjoy their, each other's company um, and that it's a fun place to be. It's a, a, a safe and welcoming place to be. Uh, and that they have a place to belong. Um, and we have, uh, you know, really strong academic programs here. And um, another similarity we have to other Big Ten schools is not very many members of our marching band are music majors. It's really um, mm -hmm. a, a minority. Probably 75%, 80% of the students are in 60 other different majors. Uh, and I think that's a strength for us to say you can uh, have a great marching band experience and be in the major of your choice and have a great experience there as well. And we're able to tie that package up for you. All right. All right. Tony Falcone, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Really appreciate it. Again, thanks for having me. All right. And that interview was brought to you by 4th Street Records. My friend Bryce Conrad, who who is the founder of 4th Street Records, really does a lot with making these podcasts sound professional and i can't thank him enough for all he does um and now let's get into the trivia segment so for this week's trivia question since we're doing the big 10 tour i'm going to keep it marching band themed although during the school year this podcast is not just band so we do interview orchestral general music choral directors as well but for the sake of the big 10 tour I have a marching band question. The National Football League, the NFL, has three teams that have a designated official marching band. Name me one of those football teams. You can do this by going to the website tenutopodcast.com. Under the trivia tab, name one of the NFL teams that has an official marching band. The first person to do this will get a shout out on next week's show. I'm Kevin Lynch and I hope you have an amazing